all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Fear. How real is fear? What are we so afraid of today? And why do we let fear dominate us of what's going on around us? And if it is dominating us, how do we deal with it as a church? How do we deal with it as a people? The saved and the unsaved. I want to deal with both of those today. And I want to talk about something that is going on in the church. And what is the answer? Or is there is there an answer? Is there a solution of this stuff that's going on around us and how do we deal with it or wash it all out of our heads hmm a question this is Joseph Brownlee your host of Body of Christ Real Talk Joseph Brownlee your host of Body of Christ Real Talk let's deal with this Let's deal with this very important and sincere question. Hi, how you doing today? Welcome to my show. For all the listeners that listen to my show, uh, I appreciate you tuning in to Body of Christ Real Talk. I thank you and I thank you for lending me your ear to listen to my show, listen to my rants. Listen to my encouragement and also it might be discouraging to some others, but it is a well-meaning topics that I talk about on my shows. Okay. This show where I deal with things that's happening that's going on in front of the body of Christ, within the body of Christ, around the body of Christ, different topics and different issues that goes on in life. Hmm. That's what this show is all about. This show is also for believers and unbelievers, the saved and the unsaved. So tune in. This podcast has information for both sides. But my main goal is for the unsaved to get saved and receive Christ in their hearts. Okay, let's talk about something. Hey, hey, what's going on? Let's get into something. Let's let's do this. I want to talk about an issue that uh, was brought to me by my fiance, my fiance, Princess Nemo Fu. A real concern that's going on within her, a real concern that's going in, even with myself and going in and going on within others. And it's a topic I try to stay away from because I don't want to focus on that topic because that topic has been focused on too much, you know, know, from the church and also from 
the outside worlds and it's so and also it's a political issue, you know, that I don't deal with as much as I used to in the past. But once in a while, I will. When someone asks me, I need to confront things. When I think it's very important and when I think it's, it's a real question, and it, it is a real issue that's going on within the church, the body of Christ, first of all, and also with the unsaved and unbelievers. All right. Fear. Concern. What do you mean by that, Joe? I'm going to get into these certain mandates that's going on, not only in the United States, but around the world. I want to deal with that. I want to deal with that topic specifically. The mandates, the COVID mandates, the lockdowns. You know, I usually say poking, jabbing and stuff like that, but I'm going to talk about the poking and the jabbing, you know, the certain uh, things that's going on around there. I'm not going to focus so much on that. And that's not the main issue that I'm going to be dealing with in this podcast. I'm going to deal with the after effects that it's causing in the lives of people, the saved and the unsaved. And that is fear. Now, I'm not going to get too much into that because I've done a few podcasts in the past about, you know, giving up your freedom for fear. If you did not listen to those podcasts, old and new, please go back because I elaborate on a lot of things in those podcasts. And I elaborate, I talk about certain issues in those podcasts. So if you want more deeper information and in, in, dealing with that go to those podcasts giving up your freedom for fear please return back and go to those podcasts and listen to my past audios giving up your freedom for fear giving up your freedom for fear so anyone who's listening to this show please uh, go back and listen to those podcasts you will get more and more information on that so you know but i'm not going to get too deep into that because that's that's explained in those podcasts please go back to those podcasts i really i i really think that will help you more but uh, this is something my 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 princess Christina Nimafu, my ba- baby, wanted me to touch on. So I, uh, you know, I so I thought I'd touch on this again, but in a different way. She asked the question, "What should we do as Christians and as unbelievers? How should we respond when we have a certain fear?" Mm, very, she always come up with a profound, very unique question. Well, it just touches my heart sometimes because what should be our response with these lockdowns and these mandates and all this other stuff that's going on around the world? You know, because first of all, this is a real deal that's going on. And this is a real question. And what is the answer as a Christian? I don't have all the answers. I'm not going to say I do. I have my opinions and I can give some advice of what you should do, but I don't have the real concrete answer, you know. 
So that answer was asked to me. I mean, that question was asked, excuse me, from my fiance. And I'm sure others asked that question as well. What should be our response? How should we deal with this when we are afraid or have some type of fear ourselves? Legitimate fear. And what I what I like about that question for my baby, because sometimes we as believers, we try to block out things like we're not bothered by things that we're not afraid of things does not bring fear to us. But that's so far from the truth. It's okay to be afraid about things that's going on around you. Okay? Does not mean you don't have any faith. It's just a a natural human response while we're on this earth of things going on around us. That happens with us as being in the church as well as the unsaved. That happens with us. And it's going to continue to happen. We're going to continue to face feeling-wise certain fear. You know, even certain phobias, even certain doubts. We're going to face those things. That's just reality in the human life. That's part of the sin nature. We're going to face those things. Those are true feelings. We can't deny those. But what we can do is continue to walk in faith. Now, walking in faith has nothing to do with your feelings. Let me repeat that. Walking in faith has nothing to do how you feel. Because your feel your feelings can be very deceitful. Okay? You could feel good and feel bad. Does it make it real? Does it make it does that make it a true reality of what's really going on? No, it doesn't. Because it's a feeling. You don't ignore your feelings and you don't babysit your feelings. Let me say that again. We must not ignore our feelings. But we, at the same time, we should not babysit our feelings and put everything based on our feelings that it is real, if I can say it that way. OK, so I want to get that out there. All right. So when we talked about that, you know, and uh, she asked that question and I, and I said, you know, she asked me, could I talk about it on the show? I said, well, sure, boo, I, I can talk about that. And that's why I ask you all if you want anything, not anything, but something that is concrete and relevant and and, and is of an, an importance to others, because it's not about ourselves all the time. It's about how others feel. I will talk about it. And I just give it a chance to ask me, you know, I will, if I know anything about it, I will talk about it or I will research it or I will have another audio teacher that will can explain and talk about certain subjects and topics. OK, because I don't know everything, you know, I just I can just give you my opinion and my advice and try to keep it biblical, if you know what I mean. OK, give me about 15 more minutes in this. Okay, so when we talked, she said, asked me very sincerely because I could I could perceive the fear and the concern in her. And I know it's real because I know my baby and I know it's real and everything. So I can perceive the concern that's within her and not only her, but within others, too, that's facing this concern of what's going on around the world. And I say world, not only the United States, because she's she's in Spain now. And Europe is a whole different egg than the United States. Some of their restrictions are much stricter, stricter than here in the United States. But it also depends what city you live in in the United States. So, you know, and what you mean by that, Joe, what city is also depends. And this is not concrete. It also depends what city and state that you live in, because I'm going to talk about blue states and I'm going to talk about red states, blue states. 
and red states. What I mean by that, in a political world, you have a blue state. A blue state is predominantly liberal and Democrats. That's a blue state. They predominantly liberal and Democrat. I'm not going to uh, get into which states are what, what like that. I'm just going to tell you what I mean by blue states. So when you, when a blue state is mentioned, or even in some countries, but I'm talking about America now, when blue states are mentioned and different in here in the United States, when I mention blue states or anyone else mentioned blue state, they always talk about a liberal or a democratic state, basically more of a, li- a democratic state. Okay. When a person or myself talks about a red state, people living in a red state, they're talking about uh, a conservative or Republican state, a Republican state, not so much conservative, because I don't want anyone uh, getting believing that all Republicans are conservatives and all conservatives are Republicans. All cons- and all, I don't want nobody thinking all conservatives are Christian and all Christian are conservatives. But that's another teaching. So anyway, when I'm talking about a red state, I mean Republican state. When I'm talking about a blue state, I mean Democratic state. So it depends what state you live in. Uh, that's that's more of the more of the mandates and more of the lockdowns that's happening in that particular state. For instance, more much a lot of the concerns that my baby and sometimes myself and others, if you are a Christian, a real genuine Christian, are suffering is mostly in. Blue states. That's just a fact. It's mostly in blue states, unless that Christian is has a liberal view of life. I talk about this, but I like to get into political side first because that's what this world's are dealing with. It's all polit- most of it is all political. First is demonically, second is spiritual. Then it gets to the political access and then it affects the world. That's why I'm going that way. So a blue state Christian is mostly suffering through these certain mandates and lockdown, unless they have a liberal view of things, but they still suffer through these, these lockdowns and these mandates, these poking jabbing that's going on. Red states fight against that certain things. They believe in more freedom. They believe in more freedom of choice, contrary to the blue states, the liberal states. They believe in more freedom of choice, and they don't have certain mandates. They don't believe you should be locked down. They believe you should have your freedom of choice. That's a different of a blue state, and a red state, a blue state believes the government, not all of them, let me get that straight, but most, a lot of liberals believe that, and the far left especially believes that the government should be able to dictate and control what you should do with your life. Okay. That's mostly a blue state, a democratic state. Not every democratic, I'm not saying it, and not every liberal. So I want to get that out there because I might have some liberals that's listen to me. I don't want you to think I'm knocking all liberals, but mostly, most liberals and mainly the far left believe in more government should be in control. So even though they are suffered, they suffered through it. They do not deal, they do not look at it as much as a Christian in a red state, in a republic state, or a conservative or conservative Christian point of view. This might be confusing for a lot of you that's listening and stuff like that, but I'm 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 getting to a point, you know, so that you know, so you can understand when I be talking about it depends what state and what city, mainly what state you live in, how much of these mandates and this power control you know, is affecting certain people, believers and unbelievers. I hope you I hope I cleared that part up for you right there.
So my answer to that from my from that question from my fiance is my opinion and my advice. It's not written in stone. It's my opinion and my advice. And I think it's pretty well. The first thing I, I said that she and others, including myself, and it helped me out to do is there's a lot of stuff going on on television, the mainstream media, on YouTube, Facebook. And she she don't listen to Facebook. Good. She don't get into Facebook anyway. And Instagram or whatever. A lot of people get the, the majority of the people, I believe, get their news. Let me move somewhere else because there's a lot of noise going on and I don't really want it on my podcast because this is a very important message. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to get up and walk around because I'm not in my main quiet area. So you're going to hear a lot of sounds and different things like that. Right now, you're going to hear the door shutting because I'm going in a more secluded place and I'm going to continue what I'm doing, okay? All right, but what I am saying is this. You have blue states and you have red states. So, that question pertaining to that Okay, excuse the noise. It's very important. What do you mean by that, Joe? Okay. Now, since I got that out of the way, my advice was to her is you have a media out there. You have the media. You have YouTube. You have Facebook. You have Instagram and different outlets that feeds a lot of information out there. More negative than positive. More negative than positive. You get a lot of your feedback from the mainstream media out there in the world. That's not only in America, but that's around the world because it's an agenda. You know, listen to my uh, audios on agendas. You know, go back and listen to a lot of my podcasts. I talk about a lot of things about agenda and gives you definition of agenda. But let me digress. Because... It's an agenda for the mainstream media to do this. And what I mean mainstream, I mean the big networks here in America is CNN, which is going down day by day, MSNBC, NBC, and different outlets like that, ABC, CBS, and even a lot of the local news report majority, 90 to 95% of bad news, bad news. News. So listen to what I'm saying. That's what they do. They get paid to do that. And they also, it's been, some of it's been forced to talk about certain things that's negative because it brings more somewhat ratings, you know, not all the time. And some of them have an agenda. Okay. Some have an agenda. So my point is, first of all, trash it. What do you mean by trash it? Stop watching it. And you say, how can I stop watching news? I get all my. All my information comes from the news. No, 
that's the problem. I mean, yes, that's the problem. That's one of the issues. You're getting all your information from these mainstream media news. Also from a lot of the social media, YouTube and blah, 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 and Facebook and whoa, whoa, whoa. You're getting a lot of your information from these news concerning negative things, not only uh, going on with COVID lockdowns, you know, mandates and stuff like that, but also other negative um, disasters that's going on around the world. A lot of that negativity will affect a Christian and an unbeliever. What I mean by trash it, stop watching it. You might say, hmm, really? Yes, stop watching it. This is one of the keys that we must do. And it helps me stop watching the junk because it feeds your psyche. Your psyche meaning your thinking. You start thinking everything they talk about is real. You know, because they paint that picture so gigantic in your head. You you sleep with it. You wake up thinking it and it brings fear. Okay, that's just that's just real deal right there. It brings fear. So that's the number. That's one of the things as a Christian, we need to start doing. Throw that trash away and stop watching and listening to all that negativity stuff. And then try to and then, you know, then try to find an alternative news. And sometimes even alternative news, which is much better, can depress you. I even stop watching some alternative news because all they talk about is doomsday, doomsday, doomsday. And you've got to turn some of that off. So then you might say, okay, Joe, then what should I replace it with? Okay, for the Christian, replace it with Bible reading. Read your Bible. Replace it with prayer. I'm talking to the believer first. I'm talking to the Christian. Replace it with prayer because it's nothing you're going to change too much anyway. You you know, these things are going to happen. The Bible talks about these things in the last days. These things are going to happen. You know, it's, these we're in somewhat the perilous times days. We are in the perilous times days around the world. Everything's not focused on America, but America got a big part of the fall of a lot of countries, believe it or not, but I'm not going to get into that. We are in perilous times, so, you know, we cannot do nothing about it, so therefore we need to pray, we need to read our Bibles, and we need to fellowship with each other. Find you a decent church, find you a good fellowship, and let's talk about uplifting things. Let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk about end times. Let's talk about Let's get back focused. Once we get back focused, and this helps me a lot, that these things was going to happen anyway. And the Bible talks about a lot of these things that's going to happen. And the last days started thousands of years ago. But my point is, we've been in the last days. This is nothing new. This has always been a buildup and everything like this. So we was going to, we was destined to follow these. I mean, to uh, have these type of challenges anyway. As believers, we wanting, we wasn't exempt from going through problems. We are not exempt of going through problems. We are not exempt for feeling afraid and concerns. We're not exempt from that because we're in our sin nature. This is part of our nature. So that's normal. It's okay. Doesn't mean that doesn't mean that we don't have faith. It just means we just have certain fears and concerns. That's a natural part of a human being. And we are still human as Christians while we're on this earth. So, you know, don't worry about that too much. That was one of the things I said, stop, throw the trashy, stop listening to all that news and stop being around, the, you know, certain things like that. The second thing is watch who you are around. Stop hanging around certain people. All they have to, all they do is talk about what's going on in the world and blah, blah, blah. Even though some of that might be real. 
All they do is talk about the negativity, what's going on in the world, and this is going to happen, this uh, this is the end of the world, God is saying this, this is God pouring down his wrath, or this is God punishing America, or punishing us, blah, 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 or this is God, God is going to do this, God is going to do that. Uh, get away from that, even though some of that might be true. Or a lot of it might be true. Get away from a lot of negativity, especially when saying what God is doing and what God is not going to do. Because uh, going to do because the majority of the time, even some believers, some sincere meaning believers, have no idea what they're talking about if they don't understand end times Bible prophecy. If they don't understand end times Bible prophecy, the majority of people and believers do not know what they're talking about. Okay, that's also true. All right. Okay. Now, the third and final thing how a Christian should react to things like that is this might be plain and sound plain and simple, but live your life the normal way you've been living it. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. So what do you mean, Joe? If you work, continue to go to work. Cook, continue to cook. Make plans, continue to make plans. Stuff like that. Continue to live your life. Why? Because you cannot change what's going on around you anyway. You know, you got people out there fighting. You got people out there doing things. You just don't see it because you're so bombarded with the negativity and the stuff that's going on. Even though some is real, all of it is just a lot of propaganda. Okay. Even though some of this stuff is real, it's a lot of things going on behind now behind closed doors. But I believe the majority of it is propaganda. This is my take on it because I my research and the alternatives that I listen to. A lot of it is propaganda. You will never get rid of propaganda. Okay. You know, a lot of it is fear tactics. It, it's it's a lot of fear tactics to keep us afraid, to keep us in doubt. It's a lot of fear tactics. But even within that fear tactics, there is a plan of a takeover. There is a plan to control our minds. There is a plan to dictate how we should think and dictate how we should feel. There is a plan out there. Yes, that is real. But a lot of it, the majority of it is mostly fear tactics and propaganda. It doesn't mean that it's happening. They might have it planned. Let me put it this way. Because an evil agenda is planning something, doesn't mean it's going to come to fruition. Let me say that again. Because someone is planning something against you, an individual, or 
a nation doesn't mean it's going to come to fruition. Only God knows that. It means they have a plan. Doesn't mean that it's happening. That's part of a fear tactics. They want you to think that these things that they are planning or trying to keep in secret is already in play. Some is, but most of it is not. Let me say that again. Some of it is happening, but most of it is not. Okay. So those three things that I have just mentioned. Stop watching all that negativity and all that lying propaganda on the mainstream media news around the world because most of the news is bought. They've been sold. They've been sold. Some of them have been pushed to push that agenda. Fear-mongering. Master plan of Satan. Fear-mongering. Manipulation. Fear-mongering. Brainwashing. That's the master plan of the enemy. All this is ran by Satan, okay? Watch that. Watch your surroundings, who you hang around and different things like that. Watch who you hang around. Stop listening to all the negativity, you know, even if you just be by yourself, okay? So when you are by yourself, pray. Read your Bible. You know, talk about uplifting things. Live your life normally. Don't be closed up in your house, whatever like that, even though it's not a lot out there. Anyway, it depends what country, what city, what state you live in. Get away from those things and pray and talk to God. There's never been more of a time to talk to God and try to learn the Bible and try to fellowship. This is very important for the believer. This is very important for the believer. Stop messing around and start studying your Bible. Start trying to get to know what the Bible says about certain things. Start praying to God and stay in his protection. For the believer, that would bring a certain faith in your life. Excuse me, I'm getting congested again because I don't know something about when I talk. And I know I always say that I get congested and that it really bothers me when that happens. Okay. Okay. So those three things do. All right. Those are really some of the answers, basic answers I can give you. I even told this to my fiance, you know, and it helped her out a lot. Now you just have to put it in play. You can listen to it and whatever, but without you putting it in play and doing it, it's not going to help you at all. Okay, it's not going to help you at all. You must start doing these things. Pray. Ask God to give you strength while you're going through these things because the majority of the time, God is not going to take it away. Take it away. I'm not saying he won't. God is God. But I'm just saying the majority of the time, we're going to have to deal with these things as a believer, but we just need God's strength. To help us to get through it, you know, we need God's, the Holy Spirit's protection to help us get through it. Not so much save us from it, but to help us get through it. Okay, that's the key for the believer. It may sound basic and not easy to some people, but that's one of the main keys when it comes what should be the believer's response to all this stuff and all this jazz that's going on. Okay, for the believer. All right. So that was my answer to that question. Thank you, boo. Thank you, baby, for that question. That's my answer. Like I say, it's not 100 percent God written, but it's some good advice. You can never go wrong with Bible reading and studying. You can never go wrong with Bible reading and studying your Bible. Also, talk to other believers. Try to fellowship with other beliefs. Listen to some Christian music. Meditate in certain things that's uplifting and encouraging Christians, believers. Get out of all the junk and negativity. Okay? First of all, those three keys will help you. I promise you. It will not take everything away. 
because some cities and some countries are worse than others. I understand that. I'm not naive of that. I understand that what goes on in Europe and what's going on in Spain and what goes on in France. And you can see that with the protests. There's a lot of things going on that's not going on here in America. It's starting to, but it's more of a lot of action going on around the world. So that's why I believe believers should keep their eye on on the world. What's going on in Israel? Okay. Now, this is another thing, you know, when you're talking about Israel, a lot of the mandates are happening in Israel. They got a stronger mandate in some parts of Europe. They have a stronger mandate. They have a stronger lockdown policy, even in Israel. I'm going to do something, a teaching on that. Why? And another teacher, but I'm not talking about that now. But okay, they have certain things going on in France. They have certain things going on in Germany. You know, they have certain things going on in different countries. Some mandates are stronger than others. There's a lot of persecution going on against Christians, especially and look at Afghanistan and a lot of countries that's worse than even Spain and France or whatever. So it depends what country you live in. But the same is true. No matter how bad it is in whatever country you live in, prayer, Bible reading, start looking at all that negativity, try to find some alternative news and just stay close to God and just live your life normally. If you can, some countries you can't. I understand that it's more of a persecution. It's more of a, a, a evil presence in those countries. And most of those countries are really blue countries. They're left wing, very far left. They're anti-God. You know, they're anti-God. You might They might be ran by Muslim, Islam. They might be man, ran by other religious beliefs and everything like that. So you're going to have a harder and a stronger challenge in those other countries. That's just, I'm just being real. You know, you are. But while you're living in a country that's, that had, these things have not been forced in your face as of yet, just keep living your life normally. Just keep living your life normally. Whether it be forced on you or not, or, or forced on you or not, don't give in. Stay strong and trust God. Okay, trust God. All right. I'm going to end it with this. This is my final answer to this question that was asked to me by my fiance. This is my answer or also my advice to this question. First of all, I want you to understand this is not God's wrath. Please, this is not the wrath of God. Secondly, this is not the end of the world. Not even close. This is not the end of the world. Okay. Just believe that first. Okay. Why? Because the church is still here. Remember, according to uh, Romans eight. Therefore, there's no condemnation to those that are in Christ that are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. That meaning, if you are a child of God, there would be no condemnation. There would be no wrath. The Bible also talks in one of the passages: God has not appointed wrath on the believer. So it's a lot of passages in the Bible that I don't have that I don't have with me right now that proves that it is a given that the church will not be going through the wrath of God. Now I'm talking about the wrath of God. I'm not saying you won't taste some of the things. I'm not saying you won't see the uh, the uh, 
the beginning of certain things that's going to take place in the future. I'm not saying that a Christian will not go through things. I'm not saying that a Christian will not suffer certain persecutions. If I say that, I am lying because a lot of a lot of the countries, a lot of Christians are getting martyred. A lot of Christians are suffering because of their faith. So that's going to happen. That's been going on for years. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about the wrath of God. Yes, you're still going to suffer certain things while you're on this earth, believers. That's just a given also. You know, some worse than others. You know, it depends where you at, you know. But it's not the wrath of God. It's not the end of the world. So that's a joy in itself, you know. It might be grim still to some others, but that's a joy in itself. This is not the wrath of God. You know, this is partially of birth pains that the Bible talk about birth pains and everything like that in that sense, you know. So this is not the wrath of God. Okay. So I wish a lot of believers, even some YouTubers and and, and a lot of um right wing advocates, I'm gonna call them, some far far right. Now, let me get on the right wing advocates. Stop preaching and talking and confusing people about the Bible that you, a lot of you don't know nothing about, that this is the end. This is going to happen. That's going to happen. They got camps and everything like that. They're going to throw all the unvaccinated in. They're going to do this. And Man, I've been hearing so much stuff. Some of I just turned off. I just, that's what, that's one of my things I was talking about earlier. I had even to turn off or get away from some alternative news because they became doomsday preachers. They became doomsday Sound offs. They came, they became doomsday warning people. Everything was doomsday. They didn't have no alternative because their alternative was to bad A stuff. Some of that, not all of them, their alternative was to get their, their, uh, certain, uh, shelter, get a lot of food saved up. You know, we got these certain programs where you can buy a lot of food and it'll hold you over so many years. But they started, they ended with selling. Their solution was not a godly solution. Their solution was what you should do to protect yourself while you're on this earth. Uh-uh. Bleak, red flag. Even though they mean well, they're talking about something they want you to do to protect yourself while you're on this earth. They're talking like we're going to be on this earth forever. But always remember, no, the church is not going to be on this earth forever. We're not destined to stay here on this earth. Therefore, there's no no condemnation, no wrath. Where our destination is the heavenly places. So when we listen to that stuff, it brings fear and people start fearing that God is not coming, that the rapture is not going to take place. So I believe a lot of churches don't talk about the rapture no more. So they start fearing these things that's going on. Uh, what should we do while we're here on earth? Remember, believers, we're not destined for earth. We're our earthly, we don't have an earthly future. We don't have an earthly future. Our future is in the heavenly places. So always remember that. That should bring some type of good news. Our future is in the heavenly places, not dwelling on this earth. So as all as even though I talked about continuing to live your life and do things and, uh, and live your life normally while all this havoc is going on, you know, some depends where you live at. Remember that there's still a Christ out there that's going to come and get his church before God pulled down his wrath, the seven-year tribulation. So this is another point. We're not in the tribulation. No, because the church is still here. We're not in the tribulation. The flip side of that, thank God, you know, we're not in the tribulation because if you're going through the tribulation now, that means you're not saved. 
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, it's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. Let me say that again. If I was going through the tribulation and you going and the tribulation was now, which I know it's not, that means I'm not saved. Why you say that, Joe? Because the saved, the believer does not have to go through the tribulation. The believer does not go have to go through what they call the end of the world or the end of the age. A believer does not have to go through that. So if you if I'm still here, you still here, and this is called the tribulation, that means we're not saved. That's why I know that's false teaching. That's a lie. So don't prepare yourself so much that you think you want to do 20, 30, 40 years. I understand what they mean, but they're repairing. They're, they're, they bring a, a certain fear that we must load food up, you know, and I'm not going against that or do this or blah, 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 or live in this underground shelter and different things like that because this is fun. All that is a lot of conspiracy, bad conspiracy, because all conspiracy theories is not bad. But then you got the real bad ones out there just, just bring fear mongering themselves. Get away from them. Because our destiny and our final destination is not here on earth. We are heavily bound. The church is heavily bound. So remember that. Another thing I want to talk about, and I'm going to let you go. All this stuff, in the midst of all this stuff that's going on, believers, all, in the midst of all this what's going on, just remember that Christ will begin his church soon. There's, there's no signs about what's going to take place for the rapture to come. There are signs about the end times or to come the day of the Lord, but there's no signs telling us when the rapture is going to come or Jesus is going to come for his church. That can happen any moment, any day, any second, any minute, you know. So the rapture must take place before the tribulation anyway. Let me say that again. The taking away of the church when Jesus comes, let me put it in layman terms for the ones that don't understand what I'm saying. Let me put it in layman terms. When Jesus comes, get his church. That's when the wrath of God and the tribulation on the end of the age is going to happen. When Jesus come get his church, not going through. We don't have to go through the wrath of God. We will not be going through the tribulation when the Antichrist and all this other man is going to get worse. We're not going to go through that. So that's the good news. Also, we're not in the tribulation. This is not the end of the world. We don't have to get ridiculous and extreme with that. Just do those simple things that I mentioned earlier and we should be all right. There's a lot of things going on behind closed doors. Yes. You know, Mark Zuckerberg at this new change in Facebook could talk about blah, blah, blah. He's doing it for the world. He might be sincere, but I just do not think so. I just do not think so. But that's just my thought on that. You have this great reset program, this 2030 movement. You can also listen to my past podcast about that, this 2030 movement, this plan to change the world and make this world world, not only America, but this world, this great utopia, perfect world in 2030 is called the Great Reset. I, for believers, do your research on that and everything. Yes, all those are planned. That don't mean it's going to come to fruition right away, but those things are planned. This is this is just like ushering the new world order. Yes, those things are real, but we should not be living in fear 
concentrating and dwelling on that because that's going to bring fear. What we should be concentrating on is our great redeemer is going to come get us soon. What we should be concentrating on, if something does happen, we're instantly with the Lord. We're instantly with the Lord anyway. We should be concentrating on this is not the tribulation. This is not the wrath because God is not throwing down his wrath on the believer. That's for the believer, okay? So that's a, that's the encouraging part I want to leave you with. So take those nuggets what I threw out there, you know. They're not concrete, they're made in stones, but there is a start. That's how we encourage ourselves. Let's start talking about encouraging things. Let's start praying together. Let's start reading the Bible. Let's start studying the Bible. Let's start watching certain churches we go to, you know, because a lot of some churches are pushing these certain mandates about the poking and the jab and stuff like that, the vaccines. Let's stay strong. Let's encourage ourselves. Whatever choice you make on that mandate, that's your choice, but don't try to push others to do it and vice versa. Let's encourage ourselves in the things of God. Let's pray and let's fellowship with each other. This is not a time to be messing around, okay? That's all I have to say about that. So I'm going to end that with that, okay? And I hope that helped you out. And I hope it's a pretty good answer, you know, you know, for for my lady. And I thank my lady for asking that question. I said I would talk about that. That should be our response. We are okay. Don't mean we're not going to go through certain things because certain things are real. But some things, they make it more bigger than the other. The big, more bigger than what it is because of fear tactics. Because of fear tactics, okay? So, just like my last podcast, I'm going to leave you with this. Don't give up your freedom for fear. Please go back and listen to those podcasts, you know. YouTube baby, go back and listen to those podcasts, you know. And I'ma send that, I'ma send, I'ma resend that podcast out to uh my listeners again. Don't give up your freedom for fear. Don't give up your freedom for fear. Do not give up your freedom for fear. God will come get us. God will not uh, we are not appointed to wrath, okay? Fear is real. Fear is real. The feeling of fear is real. But does not that does not make those things that are said are real. It's just how you receive it that brings that fear. Doesn't make it real. It's a fear tactic. That's how you give them power when you give in because of your fear. You don't research. You just listen to them and you believe the government, whatever the government says is true. No, the government is not your daddy. The government is not your God. They start with a G, but that don't make them God. The government is not your God, you know. So, don't sell your freedom because of your fear, okay? God bless. This is Joseph Brownlee of Body of Christ Real Talk. This is Joseph Brownlee of Body of Christ Real Talk. Thank you for that question, my baby, my princess Nemo. Thank you for that question. I hope I answered. I try to answer the best way I can, okay? I'm going to leave this open for the believer, I mean for the unbeliever now. If you never gave your heart, to Christ. It's a different outlook for you if a certain things happen today. If the rapture happened today, it's going to be sad for you because you never gave your life to Christ and you will have to go through that tribulation I was talking about. You will have to go through the wrath of God that I was talking about for the unbelievers, the ones that's listening. Okay. If something happened to you today before the rapture of the church, if something happened to you, you happen to pass away or, you know, some accident or don't wake up in your sleep because those are possibilities, you will go to hell. 
You might say that's harsh. You got to believe if you read the Bible, especially the Gospels, Jesus talked about hell, according to some theologians, more than he talked about heaven. He talked about hell more than he talked about heaven because he know that place is going to be wider and that place is going to be broader because people's unbelief. So if you don't believe what Jesus done, this is for the believer too. remember, if somebody asks you, I'm talking to my baby, I'm talking to anybody that's listening now, if anybody asks you how to be saved, do you know what to tell them? Do you have the answer to them on how to be saved? Not as what is salvation. I know you can't explain that too much, you know, but how to be saved. How would you respond? What would be your answer to them? How would you respond to that sincere believer that's afraid, like some of you, how to be saved? What would be your answer? I'm going to give you the answer. Remember, the only way to be saved today, listen closely, everyone that's listening to this podcast, everyone listen Closer, including my fiance, my baby. Listen closer so you can be weaponized and you can be ready. When somebody asks you how to be saved, don't worry about trying to explain it. Just tell them to believe what Jesus done on the cross. If you believe that Jesus died, if you believe that he was buried, and you believe that he was he rose again for your sins, then you will be saved. True belief. Not just saying it. You got to really believe it. Let me say that again. Tell them the only way to be saved today is believing that Jesus died and that he was buried and that he rose again for your sins. And you receive that. You accept him as as in your life as your savior, you know, by believing what he done for you. You believe in his death, burial, resurrection sincerely, and you make him the Lord of your life by believing in that. Not just saying, I want him to be Lord of my life. You believe in what he done. You believe that he died. He was buried. He rose again. If you believe that and receive him in your heart, then you are saved. Then everything else come later. Don't worry about changing because you ain't going to change. Don't worry about your sins getting cleansed because your sins have already been cleansed according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. Your sins is already taken care of, so don't get into them. This is just a little... A little teaching for the other uh, new believers or how to witness to somebody that's been saved. Don't worry about the deep stuff later. Just tell them, just believe what Jesus done on the cross, his death, burial, and resurrection. Okay? Just do that. Okay? That's, that would get that person saved. And the one just heard me say that's all you have to do. According to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4, read those scriptures. Everybody needs to be knowing these scriptures. And look, you ain't got to know about heart is good too. But remember these scriptures. 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4 is the way to be saved. The death, believing in Jesus, death, burial, and resurrection. If a person want to get saved, don't just let them know that and pray with them. Just pray with them and just and just help them. There's no such thing as a sinner's prayer, nothing like that, because our sins have been dealt with. But just ask, just pray with them. They just need your comfort. Don't try to teach them. Just pray with them and help them to believe that. That's the way of salvation. Easy peasy. The hard part is just your unbelief, not the salvation part. The hard part is just believing. Your unbelief is the hard part, not how to be saved. It's your unbelief. Okay.
This is Joseph Brownlee, a body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee, a body of Christ Real Talk. I thank you for lending me your ear, you know, today, and I love you all. God bless you all. God bless you. I love you. Stay tuned for other topics, and you have other comments or topics you want me to talk about or Q&As. Just let me know, and I try to answer them or get somebody that can answer them the best way I can, because I don't know everything, but I will. I will never give up or try to answer your questions, not only through me, but from uh, through others. God bless you all. Love you. Bye. Body of Christ Real Talk. Love you guys. Thank you for the question, my Princess Nemo Fu. I love you, my baby. Bye-bye. Hope to see you soon. Pray together. Bye. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.